Good afternoon. I am Brandon Molson, host of the Network Outdoors podcast, and I am here um, on a, in a really cool place with two very special individuals that I had the opportunity to meet uh, about a month ago. We are at the Kent County Conservation League in Ada, Michigan, and uh, the two guests I have today are uh, Tyler Wildman and Jack um, Je- Giuseppe. Yep, Jepson, you're good. <laughs> oh, and I have it spelled out on a sheet in front of me and broken up into different ways. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I just botched that on the opening. So um, these two gentlemen are here from uh, True Two Shooters. Correct. And um, we are here to talk about all things. Uh, getting youth outdoors, uh, making time for your passions, prioritizing, um, we'll call it work-life balance, especially with the the amount of time that these two put into their craft, the sport. Um, it, it's amazing. So I, I could I could introduce them from what I know so far, but I wouldn't do it justice. So, gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Yeah. Yeah. No. Appreciate very special. It. And if if you could tell us a little about what you got going on here. Um, well, let's start with what's uh, what's True Two Shooters. So uh, True Two Shooters is an Instagram, Facebook, TikTok that we uh, made up when we started shooting about we started shooting about a year ago. Clay's and uh, we started True Two Shooters about six months ago, and it's just uh, Instagram and informational spot where people that just get into it or even are into it and enjoy the sport. Um, really has have a place to see like all the stuff that you like want to see like learning just brands that we have on it and yeah that's pretty much what we do yeah so we started as tyler was saying around six months ago uh we really wanted to start putting content out there because we haven't seen previous content from uh history on instagram uh you know all those sorts of social media platforms um yeah we really wanted to just start getting kids outdoors and seeing, you know, going to school and seeing video game playing and all that. We enjoy that too. But we, once we were introduced to like, uh, you know, skeet shooting, once we love doing that and like pheasant hunting, we just got into, um, we, we really, really enjoyed it and wanted to, you know, spread the news, spread the good word, get more kids out there and involved. Yeah. yeah. And once again, we're only 16 and like, our generation is on Instagram, TikTok, like not so much Facebook, but like the older generation is. And like our generation will be the new generation in the outdoors kind of. And we just, we want to show them that it's a sweet place and it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. Yeah. And and you know what? I I actually, I should have backed up and um, said Kent County Conservation League is a sportsman's club. Yes, it is. We're, we're at a, a, a clay, there's, Clay shotgun ranges. There's yeah. rifle ranges, pistol ranges. There's there's um there's an amazing sporting clay course. Yep. And uh, and true two shooters has has emerged from from this club. I, yeah. And, but the two of you um didn't meet here, right? You, no. Yeah, yeah. So we met in uh, Ada Christian School. It, it's Fourth a little grade. yeah. Yep. Or I would say even. Like second grade, we yeah, knew each other at there, second yeah. grade. Came friends at fourth grade, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and so you you, you stayed friends through school, yep. and and then at some point you go, gosh, uh, let me go, and it hasn't been that long. No, it's only been, been like yeah. a year. 
I mean, for for our entire life, we've been pretty much like harassing each other with Nerf guns and stuff. And yeah, <laughs> playing around, like with that and playing you know sports together throughout throughout when we grew up in middle school and high school. And then we started skeet shooting, and it like it was just a lot of fun and yeah. like brought us to spend more time outdoors. I would definitely yeah. say. And I've been hunting my whole life and all that stuff, and I just never really shot a clay until a year ago. And uh, it was kind of funny because I came out here with my dad the first time with a pump, Remington, uh, a Remington pump. 870. 870, yeah, yeah. And it was hilarious. I had so much fun. I think my first score was a 14 out of 25. And I was like, man, I got to get my like my best friend out here. Like We would love doing this together. And uh, so then the next day we came out here and we're like, okay, you, like, you got to come do this. And then we just picked up from there. And then, yeah. Well, what's what's crazy about that is, you know, some people could say, oh, um, one, why are you interviewing somebody that's been doing this for a year yeah. or, or less? Um, and and here, here's the flip side of that. It's only been that amount of time. Yeah. I, you know, we brought our first uh, chapter meeting here last month. That was our first time kicking off the quote unquote Greater Grand Rapids Network Outdoors chapter. Met you two gentlemen. As, as we're walking in here, impressed by the group, impressed by the, um, the facility itself, we're, we're, we're already on cloud nine that this is going to be our, our new location for a meeting. And then running into you guys, uh, you, you, here, here, here we are. There's, there's some business professionals and, and um, you know, people really successful in the, in the business world. We're bringing them over here to shoot some shotguns and network, and you two are there to greet us and say, hey, um, hey, want to let you know, thank you very much for, for joining our club tonight or, or being a part of, or coming over here tonight. One, that, that was impressive itself. And, and then two, Hey, uh, good, good luck out there. You know, have, have a good time. And we're like, well, that's, that's pretty cool. There, here's some young guys. They're part of this group that you come driving in and you say, you know, I said there's signs home of the orange crushers, yep. which for those of you that don't know, most clays that you're shooting at with a shotgun are orange. Yep. So it, you know, kind of goes with the, yeah, yeah with that. And, and then we go out and shoot. And I, and I think most people there shot under what you just said yeah. of a 14, which is, you know, for, for an avid shooter is, is terrible, mm -hmm. but it's, it's, we're out here having fun and we come back and you guys are both like, Hey, nice job out there. That was great. Exactly. <laughs> and, I want to, I want to talk on that about how nice we were when we met you at first. So the reason why we are as nice as we are is because we're representing the gun community mm. and the people that first meet us are like, Oh, you know, these are some kids that were raised by people of the gun community and wow, these guys are really, really nice. So maybe, you know, everybody like we're representing the entire club of KCCL. And we're also representing yeah. the orange crushers, our team, because if yeah. you ever see us out here, we are all in our vests that says the orange crushers. We're always representing our team and we always want you guys to look at our team and be like, wow, this is a great way to get these kids into here and grow them on up. Like, I mean, some of these kids, this is like their first time shooting. Mm -hmm. And then like they go out and they become like waterfowl hunters and they become hunters because they get this introduction or introduction. Right. And then they just, they like find a joy in it, just like how we have. And then we, I think, Two months after we started shooting targets, we had to go get pheasants. And so we went pheasant hunting. <laughs> and, I mean, that was a huge thing. That was a ball. Yeah, that was awesome. The rough, grouse, the rough 
Grouse Society. Society put that oh like, nice the youth hunt on for that, and that was really cool. You got a free membership out of it. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Yeah, so there you guys are saying, you know, good job out there. And, oh, what'd you get? You know, asking us questions. And some people, I, I think of the high score that day was like 21 or, you know, something 22. Yeah. And uh, one guy's like, oh, yeah, know you got a 22. And it's like, well, what'd you get? And, and one of you rattle off like 24. And, well, you know, he got a 20. Oh, actually, no, it wasn't 24. I think you said, hey, he got a 25. And we're like, yeah. what? That's crazy. And, and you didn't say what you got. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we're all, congratulations, 25, that's that's awesome. And well, what did you get? Oh, a 24. And that was just far beyond any 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 expectation or what we were imagining was, was going to come out of your mouth. And then you dig a little deeper, and it's like, well, what, that's amazing. Is that your first 25? And what would you say? Well, I've shot many 25s in the past. That was one of my, my great 25s. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's okay. Let's brag a little bit here, because yeah. I, I think then then you each started rattling down the different yeah the different gauges yeah, twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. we got exactly. I got one in four ten, which is really hard. I was pretty impressed with that. I got I have ten, I think, in twenty eight gauge. Um, I have one in twenty gauge. Twenty gauge and me are not friends. Um, and then about twenty five to thirty somewhere in there of about the 12 gauge. And I mean, sub gauges, that's a whole nother beast in itself. And so, yeah. Yeah. I want to talk a little about a, a bit, uh, a bit about my journey to, to Europe. I went to Denmark and it's like a, a very, very like, er, like city place. Mm-hmm. If you think of a city, but it's like the most cleanest city you've ever been to. So my, my brother lives over there and, uh, he invited me over there this summer actually for a week or 10 days. And I was invited over there to shoot with an Olympic skeet shooter. His name is Jesper Hansen. Okay. He's a great, great guy. He, uh, he was really inviting. He taught me a lot about the sport and how they handle it and treat it over there in Denmark. Um, yeah, it's just like all over the world. I realize it's just like a great family of shooting and community. So it's like really great. Yeah. Yeah. I learned how to shoot international skeet, which is rough. Not the best yeah. I was at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like a totally different sport. It's awesome. Yeah. And then talking about family, the SCTP is a huge organization. It's all youth shooters, right? And it's um, young kids like to like eight years old shooting to all the way up oh, to, wow. to collegiate level about. And I mean, just because we went down to uh, Ohio, right, to the Cardinal Center, and we actually got to go to the – SCTP nationals and uh that was a huge thing and it was kind of cool because with our true two shooters we went around and we did a whole bunch of interviews you can actually check those out on our page but um going through and doing these interviews just these companies the one thing that I think I learned out of those interviews is almost every single one of those companies is we're family like this is why we support it because this is a family and like we want to bring more kids into the shooting, and I thought that was really sweet to see that. So, oh yeah. And when you, when you say you're going around to these different locations shooting, is that is that because you're in competition? Talk a little about yeah. Because so, some of you are 
on a national scale and state oh, yeah. scale. So yeah. start. So Orange Crashers is a team, and it's a SCTP team, and it's a club. It's so there are high school clubs. There's uh, you know club clubs, which is just like by itself, like Kent Conservation here. Um, and there's places like Rockford, you know, Lowell, which are high school teams, and they will play against each other at nationals and meets and things like that. And like kind of go all around and. Yeah, yeah there, Tyler, you can talk there's uh, like shoots that we go to. So our team, the Orange Crushers, we go to about 20-ish, I think, shoots as a whole team. Trap, sport and clay, skeet, all in that. We do the um, SCTP state shoot here in Michigan, and that's actually quite cool because uh, the SCTP state shoot, um, me and Jack here and one of our other squad mates um, – we are second in the state for skeet shooting and then second in the state for uh, sporting clay shooting. Um, but then there's also these other shoots where we go to uh, like nationals and nationals is a huge event all over the country. Kids come and uh, they compete and a lot of kids from Georgia, Florida, just everywhere, right? Anywhere where you can imagine in America. And uh, it was pretty cool because it was our first year down there. And we're actually ranked 13th in the nation for sporting clays. Me, nice. Jack, and one of our other squad mates. We're uh, fifth in doubles skeet. Um, and then we're seventh in the nation for skeet shooting from the whole nation. For so, American skeet. Yeah, for American skeet. And it just that whole experience as like our first year, that was just super cool experience to go down there. And let's see it. It's a lot like football where there's varsity, junior varsity. We were, and so on a team, uh, generally there's like a couple, uh, quite a few actually, um, senior, what's it called? Like varsity or or, yeah, Yeah. varsity teams. And there's a couple JV teams. We were on JV one. This is also our first year. Yeah. And how it's broken up is in a squad, there's three guys usually mostly unless it's trapped, then there's five. But, um, there's on our team, the Orange Crushers. There's about um. There's six varsity squads now. There, okay. there is uh probably four now that we moved up to varsity because we were JV last year. Um, but now junior varsity. There's about four probably, and then like all the other ones. There's because I'm pretty sure there's three other uh, sections. I just don't know them because I was never in them. But uh. We have pretty big team for what we are, and that's pretty cool. We actually got, as a whole team, we got second in the state for uh, HOA. So that's skeet, sporting clays, trap for the whole team out of all the teams in Michigan. So that was a really cool experience to be on, too. When when you guys are are placing the way you are and and this commitment – I have to imagine a lot of practice yeah. goes into it. I mean, aside from just the passion that I, I can tell you both have, what 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 is your practice schedule? <laughs> so, and how do you make time for it? You're you're, yeah. you're also full time high school students. Yeah. High school students. <laughs> so, we also got part time jobs too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so I played uh, I played soccer on varsity teams on and high ranking club teams for uh, Rapids FC and uh, Grand Rapids Christian High School and I had to I had to drop those because I found my new passion for skeet shooting but I'm still to this day I'm still staying af- active and running which is one of my passions too and I so I it you just got to you know fully commit to it and if you're not committed then 
if you're not willing to put in the work and as much work as your coach is putting into you, then, you know, you're not going to get to that expertise level as, or I would like to say as far as we've come, you will not come as fast if you don't put in that much commitment. Yeah. And skeet shooting, competitive shooting, what everybody tells you is it's a lot of shells and a lot of time. So uh, right now our training, what we do, we we're out here almost every day. It's open. So that's, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, we make time on the off days to do, like, we like we make sure we get our schoolwork done, which, I mean, high school, it's a lot and stuff. But you have to, you have to be committed to get it done so you can do your passion. And, I mean, again, coming back to our first year, we really, like, how much we're training, we want to be as good or better than some kids that have been doing it for two to three years, even four years. And it's like a lot of kids out there, they'll practice for, they'll do the season, right? And then they'll just kind of stop. And then like, yes, it is a lot of money and you do have to put the shells out there to like reap the benefits. And uh, so a lot of kids will stop, but you just, you can't do that if you want to stay at the level that, like people are at. And I mean, some people will say they'll leave for like a couple months and then they'll come back and then yes, they'll have a spike sometimes, but not all the time will that happen. And so definitely I think we thank definitely our parents. Cause I mean, it's a huge amount of money putting out there and I mean, but you have to do it if you want to be as good as what we're yeah. If you can't just go out and shoot a line of skeet and be a better shooter. You got to yeah. really take boxes on stations and yep. fundamental in coaching. Coaching is insane. When If you want to build a new shooter all the way up to, like I would say, a, a great shooter, you're going to need an, an awesome coach like we have, Coach Held, on the Orange Crushers team. Yeah, And he taught us a lot about shooting and a lot about fundamentals, and we still remembered all those things to this day. Yeah, because of how committed we are. And shooting competitively, it's it's not just the fundamentals. It's a mental game so much. 100%. I mean, you go out there and, yeah, you can shoot a 25, right? But then the next box, you go out, you miss the second bird out of the house, right? And then you have to be mentally strong to be like, okay, I missed it. Get over it. Shoot the rest. And, like, here at KCCL – um, we've had a lot of good mentors too, not just coaching. And one of the mentors, he's like, if, if you miss, like, forget about it, just throw it out the window. Right. And he's like, if you miss one, make that person beat you by one, you know, it's not, and like all these kids, like, they're like, Oh shoot, like 24s, 25s. And like, but like, you also have to remember, cause we have littler kids on the team. Yeah. And I mean, we go out there. We shoot 95s, right? And then we come back and we're like, oh, I shoot 95, right? Missed a whole bunch of birds. Wait a second. I shoot better than 95. I, I shoot 95s. 95. We're talking about of 100. Yeah, yeah out of 100. Out of 100. Because that's how the yep. uh, tournaments are going. But then you go and, like, you go, oh, shoot. Like, I shot a bad round today. and I missed oh, five out of 100. Yeah. Dang well, it. Yeah. <laughs> And but then you go out and you see these little kids that are like grinding and like their upper body isn't as strong as us, yeah. but then like they're shooting like 80s and like, oh my gosh, that's like my best I've ever done. 
So, like, that's also another thing that, like, we, we've learned in this past year that you don't just walk away and you don't just ha- have your head down. Like, normally for a varsity and JV shooter, you shoot first. And all the little kids look up to you and watch you. And then you can't just walk away and then expect them to have the same respect as what you do for them. And, like, there's a balance that you have to have, like, because, like, those kids, they watch you. And, like, you you don't want them to, like, see that you're not there because then they're like, oh, like, shoot, like, like I really like this kid. Like, he's, like, a mentor to me Mm because, I mean, there's some kids that are nine years old shooting out here and – like were their mentors to 100%. them. Yeah, there's a, there's a kid on my team. Um, he's in our squad. Me and Tyler. His name is Max, and uh, he's really been like I've I've learned so much. Yeah. Like he shoots right in front of me, and I shoot right after him. Ever since the start, when I met Max, I, like I've learned he's just a all around great shooter, sporting clays, trap and skeet, and he's been shooting for well over three, four years. Three years is how he's um, and he's like. I just learned from him every time he gets off that station, clears his head, I do the exact same thing going yeah. onto that station, the exact same thing that For he sure. does, and I've learned a lot from him. Yeah. And also this shooting community, you like you make so many new friends, you know. Like I I have a whole bunch of teammates that like are now like really good friends and stuff. And like you do other stuff, like you go hunting with them. Like the first time we went pheasant hunting, it was it was mine and Jack's first time, but there was a kid on our team. He's went pheasant hunting. He has a bird dog and stuff. And uh, he's like, you know, yeah, I'll go. And then, so like, he's an older kid on the team too. And uh, it was just a really cool experience to actually getting to hunt with him, not just shooting clays with him, you know. And just that experience was just all around awesome. Man, it's amazing. I'm sitting here listening to your story, and it's it's just crazy to me that so much can be taken away as like a like a learned experience from being part of a shotgun league. Yeah, you know, most kids. I would I would I would say um, they're they're introduced to sports or have the opportunity to take on early leadership mentor opportunities within like a you know the traditional soccer league or t ball going into baseball into high school sports. This is not a high school sport. I, very few high schools in the country um, have yeah. a, have a team like this. Um, but I mean, you just you learn so much. I, I wish I would have met you a year prior before you started yeah. this, yeah. and to see the progression now, I can only imagine. Yeah, and it, it, it's pretty cool because um, Tyler's mom is uh, also in the in our in, in the headquarters today, and. Uh, I just got an opportunity to meet her uh, right before this. I can't wait to ask her a bunch of questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should have set up a fourth mic and oh, yeah. come in here next time. We're, oh, we're yeah. definitely going to do this again. For sure. yeah. With, um, with, in, with true two shooters, um, where, where did that come from? So you started shooting. Well, yep. you came out here and you go, this is pretty cool. I, yep. I, we, me and my best friend should do something like this. So you start doing it. Yeah. You actually get really good at it. You went from a pump what I saw you shooting a month ago is 100% not a pump. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so you upgraded the equipment just yep. a little bit. Yeah. It started off like everything in the uh, Chick-fil-A parking lot. I love it. Yeah. And we were just <laughs> looking at other people's content. And we thought to ourselves, why don't we start our progression and like start. How know, far after you started shooting? 
Six months. I would say no. When we started shooting. When you started the idea yeah. of True Two Shooters. Yeah. Three months. Three months, three months yeah. after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Three yeah. months after. Right. Yeah. And I mean, because yes, there are people out there that do show stuff, and but like, there's nobody out there that came a year ago. And I mean, my best is a ninety-seven out of a hundred, and Jack's is a ninety-nine, I believe. Yeah. And I mean. Yes, the, but, like, the people that are out there, like, our content for True Two Shooters, we want to be, like, daily posters, okay? There's not nowhere, nobody out there that is really daily posters other than, like, brands and stuff like that, which, yes, it's really cool to see that, but it's not, like, brands show what you, they want you to see, pretty much. Like, we're the people that were, like, the real kids that are out here actually shooting every day, and, I mean... When you're shooting as much as we're shooting, the equipment could either break down or, like, not. And so we're putting a test on our equipment, too. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it's really cool to see, like, all the brands that – because, I mean, our first – we actually – we shared a shotgun, uh, A300 Out, yep. Outlander. That's what I shot my first 25 with. And uh, Good. That's what I shoot with. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then uh, we got – are uh, 694s with TSK stocks. Great guns. I mean, I probably have 7,000 rounds through it. I still shoot mine to this day. Yeah. That's what I shoot. And then, uh, I mean, it's a great gun. Won't fail you. I'd recommend it for anybody, right? And then I got the opportunity to get a Kohler, actually, from Kohler Firearms. And uh, that, like, if you know anything about, like, sporting guns, it's a really high-end, very nice gun. And uh, it's the equipment that we get to test. And, like, we started with RE Rangers, right? The glasses. And then we got Pilas. And it's cool to show everybody our journey with True Two Shooters about the equipment, about our story, to just show everybody, like, how True Two Shooters. Don't get me wrong. Gear will lose a battle to skill. Like, giving somebody a Kohler the first time they shoot, it's not going to make them a completely, yeah. completely will not make them a better shooter. If you start them off with something that, oh my, if you start them off with something that fit, that fits them, like an adjustable stock, adjustable, uh, uh, you know, comb on the gun, that's going to be a completely better fit yeah. for them. That works, and yeah. We've had a lot of great companies that we've reached out to and that have helped us out with uh, dramatically with demoing guns and giving Tyler a better uh, perspective on what he he would like to buy. Yep. Uh, Kohler, yeah, Kohler, as Tyler said, Kohler Firearms have been a great help to us. Yep. Also with Beretta. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also uh, Cole Gunsmithing is a really cool brand, actually, that they're gunsmithing. They have multiple stores around uh, America and they were great help. They are the actually like the number one people for TSK stocks in mm. America. And down at Nationals cuz all these down at Nationals everybody has their booths. Everybody is down there, right? And uh they were down there and they're like, "You know what? They were the first people who we actually interviewed and they're like, "You know what? Yeah, like let's totally do this." And so that was a huge help. They were super nice people and we've been invited to Wisconsin. Yeah, to Kohler. Um, we've also we've been invited to Bear Pelt. We're going to go see the Bear Pelt Vests company. Um, right now we are actually wearing Castellini vests, which they're great vests and oh, stuff. Yeah. 
And, like, what we would recommend is definitely get a gun that fits you. It might not be the priciest. It, it might not be the coolest looking. But get a gun that fits you. Don't be playing the game with who has the better gun. Yeah, exactly. Which one costs more. It's not like, you know, it's not like who has the best car and stuff like that. Yeah. It's all about who shoots the best yeah. performance is what matters. What do you, so last gone into this, <clears throat> excuse me, you, you mentioned 7,000 rounds through it. What, what's a, what's an average uh, practice round for you? You come here on a, a Wednesday. That's a great question. Yeah. We started off shooting around four boxes per time we would come here and we would come here every time it's open. And that would be like, you know, so that's a hundred rounds. So that's a hundred rounds. And honestly, I was actually doing more. I was doing six boxes a night when I first started, and that was every night. And uh, I've limited myself to four boxes now. That's, I mean, six boxes. That's a hundred fifty, you know, and shells through a gun, every almost every night, other than Monday and Fridays when the club's not open. But now, we know kind of what we're doing, right? And with the Four boxes, what we do is we go out to the field. We don't have anybody bother us. We're just out there, right? Because, you, I mean, you could go and you could shoot four boxes. You could go and, like, sca- sta- stagger them, right? And But that doesn't give you what a competition is. A competition is four boxes with a two-minute break between each one. And... What we do now is we take four boxes, we go out there, and we shoot all four boxes just right in a row, okay? But that gives us what a real competition, yeah, yeah, and a real competition is going to happen, so yeah. Yeah, so I personally have shot less rounds per time I got here because I learned how to focus those rounds on things that I need from the day before. So I'll like maybe write in in the notes app on my iPhone, <clears throat> excuse me voice crack um the things that i need to work on for the next day like station two high house for instance i'll put a box on that and then i'll learn from that and the, you know when out of everybody who's shot skeet there's always going to be one station that you're going to mess up on and it's going to be your nemesis it's your favorite station yeah exactly <laughs> or your favorite bird on a station yeah there. And but I've learned to like focus my boxes on certain things instead of yeah yeah, and that's what we call problem stations. We we will shoot like a hundred right in a row, and then maybe the next day we come out with two boxes and we just focus or even four. We just focus right on our problem stations. So whichever birds were giving us problems the night before, we come out and we focus our boxes on those birds that we were missing. Okay, and that's really helped us to get that mental and mental focus and the stamina that you need to be able to shoot as well as what we are. Taking everything that you've learned in this past year and I, you know, obviously prior to, but I, I, I'm just, I'm focused on this last year because I can see you've, you've both taken away so much and grown so much and learned so much. What, where do you see this progressing over the next, well, you know, you're 16 now. Let's say you, you graduate in a couple of years from high school. How do you see what you're doing now working in your lives down the road here? Yeah, well, my career choice is I want to go into the Army. I want to shoot, uh, yeah, sporting, the sporting sport for, <laughs> the sporting clay sport for the Army. Um, 
And then after that, I want to go to college. Uh, and I'd probably shoot for a college team. Yeah, that's personally me. Yeah, you, that's pretty cool. And Thanks. I mean, right now, the past couple months, I've been looking at colleges because a lot of colleges do have um, clay teams, right? And the past couple months, I've been looking at colleges. Um, Lindenwood is one I'm looking at. And uh, it's just a whole bunch of colleges out there. And you can go to college and you can get scholarships for the shooting. And I, I think it would be pretty sweet to go to college and go shoot for four or six years more than what you have now after I graduate high school. But then after that, like how much I've grown into the sport, I don't think I'll ever give it up. And like, cause it's truly like, I mean, yes, you might take a break for a couple years or a couple months even, but like, it's just, it's so much fun that you like, don't want to give it up. And I think that's like, eventually like when I have a like full-time job and all that stuff, I'll still make time for the stuff that I love, you know, shooting, and yeah, when we first came here, all we saw was like, I would, uh, I mean, the average, you know, member shooter at a, a sporting clays club, I would say would be above maybe 59, 60 yeah, the, years it, old. Most people <laughs> yeah. at like, for what real? I'm trying to yeah, say oh, yeah. is that, you know, you it's, can shoot when you get old. This is, pra- yeah. this is one of the gentlemen's sport, like golf, yeah. you know, like well, most people go the golf route. Or yeah, they'll true. go, uh, yeah. you know, a different route that they can they yeah. can do for the rest of their lives. Not often do you hear people saying this is the sport that they're choosing to, to yeah. go on. However, when you come to a, a sport sporting club, sportsman's club, or any kind of gun club or gun rod club, the average age is arguably triple you what your age is right oh, now. Oh yeah, it's for definitely. Sure. A I just was with a guy age. earlier uh, today. I was with a member who's who runs a, a large company out of Macomb, Michigan. We're starting a new chapter in, in, um, in Monroe rod and gun club. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he can easily be retired for the rest mm-hmm. of his life. He chooses to work. And he said he is probably one of the youngest members at, at the gun club that he's oh, at. Yeah. Wow. And that's a big problem. So when we, when I came across the two of you, I go, Oh boy, we got to have him on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is great incredible. It's yeah. great to be here. And it's pretty sweet because, We've traveled to all these different clubs, right? And quite a few now. We've gone to Detroit's Sportsman's Congress, Detroit's Detroit Gun Club, just a whole bunch of around Walker, Michigan. Walker, everywhere. yeah. There's just a whole bunch around Michigan. And it's kind of funny because there are – it's mainly older gentlemen, right? And it, these guys that are out here, it was kind of funny. A couple months – or a couple weeks ago, actually, went to a – a shoot and we met this gentleman named Jerry, right? Just older guy, maybe sixties or above. I don't know exactly. But he's just hilarious, right? He saw us and what's he call us? He calls us uh Grasshoppers or whippersnappers. Whippersnappers, <laughs> yeah. That's what he calls us. Um and it's just hilarious to like he's a pretty good shooter. He actually at the Michigan State shoot for the Michigan Ski Association. This past couple of weeks, he actually shot a hundred straight, mm. and we were like, "Yeah, Jerry, <laughs> yeah. like let's go!" And so, just meeting all these guys too, like, could have such a big impact on us. Absolutely, and I think it's pretty sweet to see even guys at Kent Conservation, 
Yeah. Like there's guys out here that have been mentoring us through this whole past year. Like, you know, like, I mean, we wouldn't have learned as much as fast if we didn't have multiple people in your corner, in your ring, you know, that like you can reach out to and be like, Hey, like I'm really struggling on high two. Cause at, we both mentioned high two really bad bird. <laughs> but, um, Anyways, you can reach out to them, and they're like, okay, like, let's go out. We'll shoot a box on high two. And then right away, these guys have been doing it for 30-plus years. They're like, oh, you're doing this. And you're like, I like didn't even know. Like, um, It was actually really cool at the Michigan Skeet um, competition. Um, the manager of Detroit Gun Club, Scotty, he, uh, I was really struggling on high two and high three. I think it was like three boxes in, and he was like every single round that would yeah, be his I, option. Yeah, was high two. I was, I was just missing them. And then Scotty's like, he pulled for me actually, and he's like, oh yeah, your hold point's too far out. And I was like, I like I never knew that. And so he's like, okay, you know what? We'll go down to an empty field, and I'll pull that bird for you. I go two boxes deep, and he's like, oh, you're doing this, and he's like, okay, do this. And then just boom, 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 just hitting them all. And then it was actually really cool because the next day I go out there, I didn't miss one of them. Nice. And so it was really cool. I missed on like six or something, but I didn't miss the high two or high three. And that was a huge moment to like see that I can do it, you know, because again, it's a huge mental part. Like you just like once you do that for like a whole like a whole bunch of time. You're missing the same bird. You really, you just get like, oh, like, dang, like, this is a bummer. Like, I'm never going to get this, right? Mm-hmm. But then some guy, he's like a member of a club, just like, hey, like, take a deep breath, breathe, and we'll go practice it, you know? And that's what's really helped us, too. It's unbelievable what, what you guys have learned. And, and I'm just, I keep saying taken away from the experience that you've had this, this past year. I, I hope um, – Gosh, you know, we, we, we're traveling to a lot of different gun clubs, and I, I just hope that this message tonight and the message that you both are spreading and your team is spreading as you travel just resonates with people. I, I really, truly believe it does, and there's just – you can just tell from this conversation, me sitting here listening to the two of you talk, there's a lot more going on here than than just showing up and, and shooting a gun at some clays. Yeah, it's sure. unbelievable to hear this. I, I – um, I, I just I can't I can't say enough. I, and we could talk about this for for a long time. Oh, yeah, for we're, sure. We're um, as we wrap up here. Is there is there any last um, last final thoughts that you want to share with the audience or yeah? Um, any kind of words of wisdom for somebody new trying to get into this sport or, or thinking about getting into it? Yeah. For sure. I would give uh, young folks out there who want to get into the sport. Um, just if you really want to do it then you will have to put in the work and have to be consistent, get coaching, come to Kent County conservation league. You know, we have so many good people out here like me and Tyler that will sit with you, teach you rounds, teach you how to shoot the sport. We've taught a lot of people how to shoot the sport. Um, yeah, it's just a great community for people that are older that want to start the sport. Um, you know, it's like great community, great time, great social aspect, it's a lot of fun. Come out here and have fun, you know. For sure. I would say one thing, get a good gun. Get a gun that fits you. And then don't be nervous to go up to people. 
like people love it to show their skill, help you learn their skill. And you like, I mean, these guys that are out at Kent Conservation Club, like they showed us and now we're shooting better than them. And they're like, yes, like, let's go. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, they just love it to see us out here. So don't be nervous to go out and say, hey, I need help, you know. And then also, like, if any of you guys have questions, definitely reach out to us on True Two Shooters. And, like, we'll definitely respond to them right away. Yeah. How can um, how can people contact you or uh, how can they find you? So you can uh, DM us on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. And then we actually have a uh, website called truetwoshooters.com that you can – we have merch and we have all that stuff. So if you guys just DM us on Instagram if you have any questions. We appreciate the support. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Wow. Well, hey, thank you so much so so much for uh being on the podcast today yeah sharing your story for jack sure. tyler you guys are rock stars can't wait to keep following the story and and having you both back on again soon yeah appreciate it thank you